Hey, everybody. Really exciting episode today, as it always is. I always say that because they're always exciting. But this one in particular, I'm very passionate about, and it's all about pricing, finances, all that good stuff. But before we dive into that, I want to read a super sweet review from T-Zooms, who left a review on our Apple podcast. And the reason I want to share it is because I just can't tell you guys how much reviews mean to me. So, um, this is what she had to say. Danny, this is exactly what I needed to hear today. In all facets of my business, it is a guessing game most days. Being reassured that my failures are learning experiences and how to better serve not only myself and my clients is exactly what I needed to motivate myself for another reason or another season. Knowing that you are not the only person feeling like that, you have failed in this business and knowing that there is a way to navigate these failures into wins is everything. So specifically, talking about our failures episode. This just hits home with me and I love getting to hear from you guys. We are going to start offering rewards very soon for reviews. So if you want to leave a review, make sure that you do and you'll be entered into that raffle once those prizes become available. I've got some Amazon gift cards. I've got Starbucks gift cards and maybe even possibly an Apple, uh, an Apple watch. I was going to say iWatch. It's definitely Apple Watch um, or an iPad. So coming very soon. But without further ado, let's dive into how to navigate your pricing and my top three tips on how to do so. Hey, I'm Danny Purrington, and you're listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. I'm an elopement photographer who loves anything grilled cheese and traveling to weird and wild places around the globe. After being an entrepreneur for four years and building a six-figure business that I love running, I'm here to teach you everything from actionable tips on running a successful and thriving business to what's on my heart and how we can continuously seek to glorify Jesus even in our businesses. So here we go. Are you ready? Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Rooted Creative Podcast. I am so happy you're here today. We have a really, really valuable episode talking about pricing, which is uh, definitely a topic I think a lot of us seem to struggle with because we're just not sure how to price ourselves. Or listen, maybe you're afraid to raise your prices and you know you need to, but you're just scared because you are fearful of rejection, which I completely understand. Or maybe you're just afraid to stick by your prices even after you've raised them, again, for fear of more rejection and not enough bookings. Or maybe you're just not sure what a fair price to ask What's a fair price based on your experience, offerings, and package extras? Well, we're going to go over that today, and I'm going to give you three tips that I hope are super helpful for you as you're putting together your pricing, or if you're thinking of raising your pricing and you're not sure where to go or how to calculate that fairly, and uh, I think it's going to be a really, really good good episode here. Good stuff. But first, I really actually want to talk about the heart of this matter because I think a lot of us struggle with this on a deeper level that not a lot of us talk about. And I think a lot of the struggle and work about what we work ourselves up over is getting enough bookings that we need for the year. Now, if you're listening to this, you're more more than likely a freelancer, whether you're a photographer or you do uh, some other sort of business like social media. 
as a freelancer and someone running their own business, we don't have a guaranteed quote unquote number of projects that we are going to hit every year. We don't know that number. We have a number that we would like to hit and that we would like to reach, but it's never guaranteed. And that can be super scary to not have a set number that we know absolutely 100% without a doubt will be there next year. That uncertainty can definitely scare us. And when we get rejected after sharing our pricing, I think that only amplifies our biggest fears and our biggest worries as freelancers and business owners. So what's the best way to price ourselves so as to not come up short with what we need to make for the year as business owners and considering the amount of time we put into each project, which we need to account for, as well as a fair price to ask our clients based on our experience and our offerings. Now, before we dive into it again, I just want to say, if you're listening to this and you're not sure you're worthy enough to ask any of these prices, or you're just not sure if this is right for you, or if you should raise your prices, I'm going to tell you right now, number one, if you are asking way less than you think you should need to be making, then absolutely you need to raise your prices. And I'm going to tell you why and how to do that. But second, if you're just not feeling worthy or like you're enough to charge that much, I want you to remove that thought from your head. I just want you to just take it out, take it out like a strain from your brain and remove it, put it in the pot and move on. Like remove that because you are worthy and someone is going to book you. And those people that have already booked you have booked you because they wanted you. They wanted you specifically as their photographer, their social media manager, like they wanted you to do the project. So remove that lie out of your head that says you're not enough, you're not worthy because you're not this person or because you're not as good as that person. Remove it right now. And let's talk about the logistics of what you need to be pricing because that is what ultimately matters the most. I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. You could be the worst photographer or the worst social media manager in the world or the worst artist in the world, but if you're running a good business and you're providing value and you're getting those clients that are looking for exactly what you're offering, it doesn't matter if you're good enough, right? All you need to be doing is running a good business and giving your clients exactly what they'd like and more over delivering. So there are three main tips that I want to share with you today that have really impacted the way that I structure and go about booking my prices. And some of the ways that I've heard people price in the past before we dive in, um, looking at competition in the area, seeing how other photographers locally are charging and charging that exact same price. I don't recommend doing that because they're running their own business and they're probably charging what they need to make based on specific things. So you should be charging what you need to make based on your specific things and what you need to do in your business. So if you're comparing or going off of someone else local to your area or your competition, I'm going to tell you right now, I don't think that that's the way to price yourself. So number one, And this is where we go from here. Price yourself fairly based on what you need to make in the year with your own business. So every year you should sit down and figure out what your expenses are going to look like for that year and how much you need to make to cover that and more. In some of my previous financial episodes on this podcast, I talk about what I plan out for financially in my year. And that mostly includes expenses, which includes personal and business. So what I need to cover personally in my you know, with our mortgage, with our insurance stuff. Like I, 
What do I cover with that? And what expenses do I have in my business? What am I responsible for that I need to bring in finances for? And then also, what do I need for savings that year? Because I definitely believe we need to be putting money away in our savings at least every month. And how much taxes will also be taken out because of the revenue that I'm making? Once I have all of those numbers added together and I have that final number of everything included and the amount of money that you need or I need to make, that should influence how much I charge per project. So here's an example. Say you want to book 20 weddings for 2022 and you need to make $60,000 at the end of the day. That includes after taxes, I'm sorry, before taxes. So before your taxes get taken out, uh, the amount that you want to put away in savings and the amount you need to cover your expenses comes to 60K. Divide that number by the amount of projects that you'd like to book. So 20 weddings and your average price for each project should come to around $3,000 per project. That's a fair number. I think that's not super high. And I think that's something that's very attainable. Now that you kind of understand the financial part of it, what you're charging should not just go off of based what your, what your competition is locally, right? It needs to be specific to your business, what you're getting with expenses and how much you need to cover to live a comfortable life with your personal expenses as well. Because As a business owner and someone who's like a solo entrepreneur, someone who just works for themselves, we have a lot to cover here. Like we, we aren't getting paid like a set salary every year at like a corporate job. We are getting paid based on the amount of projects that we get to do and the money that we bring in that way. We're also in charge of our taxes and we're also like, I think we should at least be putting money into a way into savings for future stuff. Okay. So That is what I recommend doing as far as figuring out your initial pricing, okay? So number one, price yourself fairly based on what you need to make. And that, again, comes down to expenses, taxes, and what you want to put away for savings. Number two, show them the value and why you are worth that price. So more than just asking for the price, the higher you go in your pricing, the more value you're going to need to show to your clients. It's just common sense. If you're going to charge $5,000 for a wedding, you got to kind of show that you're worth the $5,000. Like you can't just have a crummy website with a crummy pricing guide and you know, you're just kind of half-assing the emails like, no, 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 no. It needs to be a client experience that is way worth it, right? So more than just like showing them that side, you also need to prove to them before they book you that you are worth that price and that they have to hire you no matter what you charge. And a great way to do this is to line with them, align with them on their passions and their values. And to do this first, you need to figure out who your ideal client is and what their passions truly look like. If you can align with them there and speak directly to their heart or their quote unquote gut feeling, which is what I use, they will be more inclined to book you no matter what you're asking, because there's something about you that just stuck out to them. And they're like, you know what? I got to have Danny because our meeting just went so well and she just gets it and she knows what she's doing. And I just really trust her, right? So that is the difference between charging like $1,000 to charging $5,000. It Sometimes we have to put in a little extra work to prove that we're worth that higher price in order to get them to book us, no matter what we're charging, right? So ways that you can do this practically are by optimizing your marketing channels to explain your why, which 
should also be similar to your ideal client's why. So for example, um, I'm an elopement photographer. I, you know, one of my whys is creating intentional, special days that are flexible, stress-free, beautiful, you know, in gorgeous places and not in crowded, you know, popular places, but in kind of those off the beaten path places, right? That's a value of mine. Now, when a client reads that, my ideal client I know is someone that's looking for exactly that. They want those intentional moments. They want a stress-free, flexible wedding day, and they want to go somewhere where there's not going to be a lot of crowds, right? So by me communicating that, and again, we've been over this many times on the podcast. I've talked about your why. I've talked about how to talk about your why on your website, Once you can share that and your ideal client sees that, they're going to be more inclined to reach out to you and there's going to be something that sticks with them after your meeting or after, you know, talking to you or going through the booking process that they have to have you no matter what you're charging, right? So hopefully what you believe will strike a chord with them and they won't hesitate to put down that first deposit after they have that meeting with you and you can explain it further, which is also another podcast episode you should go listen to. Um, This one in particular is how to have a client meeting or how to not get clients to ghost you. And I believe having client meetings is the way to do that, but I digress. Okay. So number two is to show them the value and why you are worth that price. Number three is don't be afraid to stick by your prices. (laughs) I feel like a lot of us, once we raise our pricing, we're like, I need to lower it because I'm getting rejected and no one's going to book me at that price because I'm not worth it. And because it's too high and clearly these people don't have the budget. And so therefore I'm charging too much. So we're going to go back to what I was originally pricing. Well, I'm going to tell you not to do that. I'm actually going to tell you that if you stick to it, and you stick by showing them the value and showing them why you're worth that price, there will be those clients that you need that will come and they will book you at that price. And you only need to book a certain amount for the year because you've set those goals, you figured out what you need to make in the year and what you're charging per project. So I know it can be scary raising your pricing and getting rejected after you do so is awful and feels terrible. But you should always stick to your pricing. You should never offer discounts because, hey, you have a quota to make, right? Like you've got, you need to make $60,000 this year. So you cannot be offering discounts because you've got to make at least $3,000 per project average to hit that $60,000 mark, which is what you need to cover for the year. So there's a reason you're charging what you are, and it can go even further actually than what you need to make financially. So this is my second point under the don't be afraid to stick by your prices. Think about this real quick, okay? How many hours does it take you to actually complete a project? If you're not sure, try and calculate that with your next project that you have. I can almost guarantee you it's more than you're expecting. Now, since you're not making a salary or getting paid per hour you work, the price that you charge has to be fair for the amount of work and time that you put into each project has to be fair. So while $1,000 may seem like a lot for an eight hour wedding day that you're charging when you're starting out, if you're putting in well over 40 hours per project, that's only 25 per hour. That's like $10 above minimum wage, which I think is pretty low for someone running their own business. At least that's what it is here in California. $15 is minimum wage. Okay. So that's a problem. Um, I think that's too low. And 
it's a good perspective to show you how much time you're actually putting into this project and why you need to be charging enough money that makes it worth it for the amount of time that you're losing through this project, right? So do that exercise and I guarantee you the amount of hours that you put in per project is more than you're expecting. So once you know that, don't be afraid to stick by your prices. Be confident. Confidence is key. If you're unsure with your pricing and you hop on a meeting and you say, yeah, I mean, so the eight hours is going to be $5,000. I know it's a lot, but you know, I just, I really think it's worth it. No, like that, that's like a message that's showing, I'm not sure if I'm worth that price. Instead, you stay confident and you stay firm and you say, yeah, so for eight hours on a wedding day, it's going to cost $5,000. Here's what's included. You're going to get this. You're going to get this. You're going to get this. And, uh, yeah, and that's my price, right? Like stand firm, stand confident and ask for the sale in the meeting at the end. Okay. Anyways, I digress again because having client having client meetings is probably like the biggest biggest point of sale. But to get them to that point, they have to first see your starting prices and understand, oh yes, maybe I can afford her. But again, if you're showing them the value and why you're worth that price, like number 2, There's going to be so many reasons for them to reach out to you and for you to have that opportunity to hop on a client meeting with them. So let's go through the tips one more time. Number one, price yourself fairly based on what you need to make. Sit down, figure out what your expenses are, what you want to put away for savings that year, and how much taxes will be taken out out by the end of the year with that number. Number two, show them the value and why you are worth that price. Talk about what your passions are. Talk about, you know, why you do what you do, what they can expect from you if they hire you. Speak directly to their gut feeling and figure out who your ideal client is so you really, really know what the message needs to be to do that. And then number three, don't be afraid to stick by your prices, you guys. Like, I know it's scary and rejection sucks, but think about this. For every 10 inquiries you get, you should at least try and book at least two of them. That means eight of those inquiries that come in are not going to be booked, right? And so as long as you're booking the number that you need to make, you're making the number and you're hitting that number that you need to make for the year, then what else is there to worry about? And if you're worried about bookings and you're worried you're not going to hit your number, well, that's where the hustling has to come in at some point. If you're afraid and you're truly not sure if you're going to hit that number, do everything you can and put in all the work that you can do within your limits, obviously, to make sure that you do hit that number and that you do get to that point. Because the sooner that you do that and the quicker and more efficient ways that you can do that and understand that... You're going to be set in your business and eventually, hopefully you'll achieve that financial freedom that all of us seem to strive for in our businesses. And let me tell you, financial freedom is a great thing to have. And when I say financial freedom, I mean not having to worry about paying the bills and having enough to cover that and more, right? So that's the idea. Take all of this with a grain of salt. Like I, like obviously I know that like pricing is different for everybody, but this is the best advice that I can give you from my personal standpoint that I've applied to my business that I know works. And it's something that I've applied for the last five years and, uh, have enjoyed doing. Now I want to say too, if you're just starting out, Charging $3,000, like as you're just starting out, maybe you haven't shot a wedding yet or you haven't done a project yet, 
that might be a little steep. So maybe you do start a little lower just to have the experience. And then the more projects you book, you charge like $200 more because you're getting more of that experience. So again, the more experience you have, the more you have to account for that. And remember, sometimes we book a year out in advance. So prepare for that too. Where are you actually going to be in a year? You know what I mean? Okay, friends, I really hope that this was helpful for you today and encouraging. Like you are worth it. You're worth the price that you should be charging. You're worth what you're asking. Stand by it. Be confident. And I promise you will do more and you will book more of that price. Okay. Thanks everybody for listening today. I'm so happy you're here. If this struck a chord with you, leave a review. Reviews mean so much to us. We cannot tell you how valuable. I love hearing from you guys and I love seeing the feedback that we get with this podcast. Also, if this really is something you want to share with someone, send it to a friend who needs to hear it. Um, and also get in our Facebook group, facebook.com slash rooted creative community, get in there. Um, we're having daily conversations and it's awesome. And you can meet like-minded, you know, people just like you in that group. And it's awesome. Thanks for listening, everybody. And until next time, I will see you later. Thanks for listening to the Rooted Creative Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more tips and leave a review to help get the word out about our podcast. Resources and notes about what we talked about today are also available at www.rootedwrkshp.com slash show notes, all for free. I'm so excited you tuned in today and I can't wait to share more with you soon. Until next time and God bless.